Welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I'm your host for today. The Real Estate Marketing Podcast is a podcast that has two purposes. I'm sorry. The Real Estate Marketing Podcast is a podcast where we talk marketing, tech, business, and leadership. We talk these things for real estate agents, real estate investors, and real estate entrepreneurs. The Real Estate Marketing Podcast is a podcast that has two purposes. Purpose number one, to educate and inform our audience and listeners. Purpose number two, to spotlight you, your business, your service, or your product in a way that provides value to you. Brian, including market exposure and content creation. With that, we have a very special guest, Brian Carson. Brian Carson, the dedicated owner of Bash Web Consulting and a true testament to the power of resilience and lifelong learning. Brian's journey has been shaped by his unwavering passion for technology coupled with personal battles against how do I say that, Brian? Polycystic kidney disease and a brain aneurysm. You could say PKD. That's the abbreviation. KD. Okay. These challenges have only fueled his determination to succeed to succeed both in his business and personal life. Against all odds, Brian built a thriving business, forging lasting relationships with his clients along the way. His expertise in SEO and email marketing has earned him professional certifications, establishing him as a trusted authority in his field. Brian's path to success took an extraordinary turn with a life-changing kidney transplant, bringing renewed health and clarity. Embracing the blessings life has to offer, he cherishes each moment, including the joy of becoming a parent to a newborn child. Now, Brian is ready to share his knowledge, inspire others, and provide reassurance that no question is too small on the journey to success. With a wealth of experience and profound commitment to help others, he is here to guide you every step of the way. Brian, Welcome to the show. I'm excited that you're here. Uh, Jerome, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm happy you're to welcome, be here. Brian. Yeah, so uh, I really like love your story. When I first learned about it or when you shared it like in Asker as one of our communities, uh, I was like, that's a great story. And I really appreciate that. You did like a testimonial for me and you talked about like how you had a second chance at life. So we just read your professional or, or third chance. I can't remember, but you'll tell us. Um, we just read your professional bio. Can you tell us a little bit about your story and your own words? Yeah. I mean, listen, it hasn't been easy. You know, um, I think over the last 10 years, so, so Bash Web Consulting has been open for 10 years. I went into business 10 years ago. My 10 year anniversary was actually the other day. So it's, it was a big, a big, big thing for me. Um, f- three years into my, my venture, uh, I was diagnosed with a brain aneurysm. So I had to get brain surgery. Uh, you know, got that done, recovered, it was never really the same. I have a nice scar going down my head, as you can see. And um, right after that, about three years after that, um, you know, I got diagnosed. With, I had, you know, polycystic kidney disease, PKD. So, you know, in that 10 years, two life-changing surgeries, brain surgery and a kidney transplant. Um, I got one year since last April. So it's been, been nothing but easy. But in the meantime, you know, I've learned a lot. Um, I keep moving forward and, um, you know, I, I just want to bring value and I feel great. And that's all that matters really these days. Yeah, I, I love and I appreciate your story. Um, one of the things that I, I learned that you do, like you you publish a book, you publish Digital Domination. Uh, you got a copy of it with you? Right here, right on my desk. Excellent. <laughs> and you can see mine in the back, right? I, I got a copy in the back. Um, one of the things that you do specifically inside of like your digital domination strategy is you talk about um, like reputation management. So can you help us understand what that is and why it's important? Yeah. Well, listen, reputation management. Um, I didn't start there, but now I'm there um, because 
I started with SEO, you know, doing website design and all that kind of stuff. And I do SEO still, you know, for the last 10 years. But um, one thing I did realize is me and my wife, we opened up a kid's party business. Um, so she runs that business, but I help her out on the back end doing the marketing for it. So uh, one thing that I, I realized is the dealing with the public isn't easy. You know, um, I know you deal mm -hmm. with a lot of real estate agents, Jerome. Um, and the same thing goes, you know, a lot of people are very fast to leave you a bad review, but not so much a good review. Um, and that's something that I learned the hard way because one day we were, you know, we woke up in the morning having our coffee and I'm, you got an alert. And I'm like, Jess, you know, who is this person that left us a bad review? You know, and she's like, I don't know. She, she looked and it was surprising because we never even knew that they had a bad time, but they're just fast that they leave a review. And and um, that's kind of where I kind of got into the reputation game. I was like, you know what? Uh, I have to start figuring out a way um, to, to take control over our reputation. Um, so that's where kind of where it started. Um, and reputation is the, one of the most biggest overlooked thing because it's one third of the Google ranking factor right now. So if you're looking to be seen everywhere, um, that's also besides getting good reviews, that's also a big factor these days is getting ranked on Google as well. Okay. So you mentioned like some of like, you mentioned SEO and like, we understand it like as tech, people but can you help us like our audience understand like what seo is as well as like why it's important and then like a little bit later i want to talk about you mentioned like the uh, ranking i want to know like what's what's important to ranking on Google. yeah and i apologize sometimes it's it's easy with us talking technical and we have to make sure we we kind of like talk about it in simple terms um so seo you know everyone's heard of it but you know they're like oh well what is it do we, do we rank on google what is it ex exactly um, SEO is how the, the best way to describe it, simple terms is making sure that your site is everywhere all the time, right? Um, someone looks for a certain service, looks for your brand, looks for you personally, you come up everywhere, you know? So, uh, th that, that's the easy way to, to, to really describe it. Uh, SEO goes into two different, um, buckets, right? So you have on-page SEO and you have off-page SEO. Um, on-page SEO is making sure your website's just not beautiful, right? Because everyone wants a good-looking website, but that's not the most important part because if no one sees it, it doesn't matter how beautiful it looks, you know? And that's one of the most, the biggest things that I've had to deal with starting is everyone's like, oh, I want my website to look like so-and-so's website. I'm like, all right, well, we can do that, you know, but if no one's seeing it, it's no good. So um, on-page is the most important part. So we have to make sure that you know, your, your pictures are labeled the right way with the old tags, right? Uh, with your keyword in the background, you know, you have the, your, your H1 and your H2 tags, all your different headlines, you know, the big headlines on the page has your keyword in mind and it's everything's optimized for what you're doing and it's not spammy at the same time. So it's a matter of putting the things in the right spot on your website to, that to Google can read it. You have to understand that Google is a machine, right? So it comes to your website, it crawls it and it reads it. So if you have nothing on your website that for it to read, it doesn't know what it's about. Um, that's one of the biggest things that people miss. Um, the off page SEO part of it is let's just say, you know, you have, um, you Jerome, right? Say not me, I, I know you're a good guy and I'm giving you a testimonial. It's the same kind of concept as off page SEO. You have another website on the web pointing to your website, saying how good and how strong you are as, as a website. So it's telling Google that you're building authority um, from other websites on the internet. So it's the same kind of concept as a testimonial. Um, and that's kind of the two basic 
pillars of SEO. It's on page and off page, and you have to get them both right for you to rank. Okay, okay. I've been doing this for a while, and I, nobody ever told me off page was like like that. You know, like I I know what SEO is in a way, but the way you just explained it and talked about that testimony, and maybe because I care about testimonials so much, maybe it's what hit home. But that makes a lot of sense. I appreciate you sharing it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's the best way to, 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 to describe it. Um, it's, it's important because, you know, a lot of people miss it. You know, it's not something and, you know, with local business, it's not as crazy. Now, if you have a, a brand in particular, it could be a lot more competitive. If you're trying to rank nationally. But if you're you're, you're like a real estate agent, let's say in a local market, um, it's a little it's a little you know, down. It's not as, as crazy to rank a, a website like that. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really important. And, and on top of that, you know, reputation also kind of goes into the whole the whole mix, because when someone finds you online, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to say, well, who is this person? You know, can I trust them to give my money or to trust me to do, do business with them? And that's where, you know, having your online reputation in front of everybody all the time is so important. Yeah. What it, so like I have a mentor, his name's Kevin. Kevin's always like, he started to help me see like in simple terms, he like Jerome, like you work in a high trust industry. So what pe other people say about what it is that you do is like so important. Right. So us as real estate agents, real estate professionals, like we're helping people like with the largest transaction of their life. basically. Mm -hmm. So the trust needs to be there. If I'm like brand new or I'm like just new, listen to this episode, like what are some things I can do to start to build that trust and that reputation that, you know, so essential to conducting business in our industry. Well, before I even answer that question, Jerome, and it's a really good point, I'm going to give you uh, a few statistics just to, to give okay. you an idea how important it is. So 94% of consumers, you know, report that a positive review makes them more likely to do business with you, right? So things like that, you know, 89% um, of consumers when, when referred to a business still go to the internet to check that person out before they even give them the call. So these are the kinds of things that you have to think about. People are checking you out no matter what, right? So um, you have to make sure that you are everywhere all the time. What I mean, mean by that is if someone, say you do SEO and have a beautiful website on your website, right? And they come to your website, you never know what page they're going to land on, right? They may land on, you know, a service page or, or an about us page or whatever the case may be, a contact us page. But if you have like Repmaster, a company that I, a software that I developed, um, your, your five-star reviews on every single page of your website and they're live streaming in real time. So as reviews come in, it always shows your most updated and brand new reviews on every single page. So no matter where they're looking, you know, uh, they see how, how good and trustworthy the social proof is there. Um, now on social media, you never know. They might look uh, for on, on your social media, uh, accounts. So who, who is Jerome, you know, who is Jerome Lewis, you know? So what we do also, is we make sure that in your social media plan, we also post your reviews to your social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook. So no matter where they, they, they look for you. They're going to see that you're trustworthy and you have updated and you're on top of that, um, those reviews. That makes sense. It does make sense. Um, so I, I have no reviews. What can I do to start to build those reviews? What are some strategies or some things that I can do 
brand new or I've been doing business for a while and I never really worried about my online reputation and now I'm trying to get there. What would you recommend for it? Well, there's a, there's a few things, right? So it depends what industry you're in. Um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of people, um, let me start this again. What the best case scenario is a lot of times people have a database of clients, right? That they haven't even okay. asked, asked for a review, right? Um, let's start there. That's the easiest win. So what Repmaster does, my, my software, Repmaster, is we, we take your, a CSV file of some of your old contacts and your old reviews, and we put them into Repmaster, and we have an automated campaign go out to ask them to leave, leave your review, right? So you can put all your, your, your old contacts into a CSV, into our system, and it will send text messages and emails to them asking how we did, you know? Um, now... The tricky part is you might get one or two people that you know that didn't have a good experience or whatever the case may be. The beauty part with Repmaster is it takes those people and it sends them to a feedback page instead of going right to like Google or Facebook or whatever the case may be. So it kind of like separates that review out of the funnel, um, so you can handle that internally um, and find out what the problem was. Um, and the good reviews, if I always tell everybody to work on Google first, but if you have other like directory sites that you're working on, uh, real estate agents have like Zillow and some other ones in particular. Um, but Google is the most important one. So we work on that first, and then we can also work on additional um, review sites as well after that. Um, that's, the, that's the quick win. It, it's called like a database like a reactivation kind of uh, thing, you know? Um, the, the, the new wins is every time you have a good experience with somebody, you're working with somebody, you know, you, you send them that thank you email afterwards. How do we do for you? You know, and that you put that person right into the system and it sends out automatic emails and text messages to that person to find out how we did. So going forward, you're, you're staying proactive with everything. And you're not letting it just fall by chance. Because like I said before, people that have a bad experience are more likely to leave you a review um, than the good, the good, the good, good ones. So it's important to stay proactive always. Now, if you have a restaurant or if you have some business like that, we can utilize QR codes. We can utilize um, NFT tags, things like that, in different parts of the restaurant, the menu, to leave a review, um, and that kind of stuff. Um, or a loyalty program, something like that. You get somebody into loyalty program, uh, and then then you can send out requests for reviews that way. But I also also I always tell everybody, listen, if you have a client, talk to that person. You know, say, listen, I'm going to send you an email or a text. Just it means a lot to me to, to let me let people know how I am, how's my business. You know, people are scared to ask that question. You know, at the end of the transaction, mm -hmm. important that you ask those questions, um, and you and you really go about it that way. Stay proactive with it going forward. Yeah, one of the um, one of the things that I learned, and I want to hear your perspective. One of the things that I learned is like what you're saying. Like after you have that great experience, you ask that person. Like I have my I have a coach, and she always says. If someone says something positive about it, you ask them right there. I appreciate that. You know what would really help me? If you would leave me a testimony or if you would leave me a review or if you would talk about your experience. So can you talk about that a little bit? Like um, I'm what I'm trying to worry about is like the time, right? Like if it's a good experience and their emotions are high, get it then versus like later on where they won't remember all of the details. and stuff. 
Exactly. Talk about that? Exactly. So that that's kind of that's kind of that's a good point, Joe. Actually, um, so if that's your case, you know, um, a lot of times what we do for clients is we 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 give them either program an NFT card that they can keep in their wallet, and they can just have the client scan it right on the moment, and it goes right to Google the Google profile or a QR code like a, on a card. They can scan the code right after the transaction is done or had a good experience. Boom, it goes right to your Google um, review page and they can leave that review right there, then and there. And the beauty part, Repmaster, is once that review comes in, that gets live streamed right to your website automatically. So and, and, and to your social media profiles right away. So once that comes in, all your newest and fresh ones are automatically going to your social media and all every page of your website as well. So it's a way to, to always have new, fresh leads coming in. Um, I, I know. So I know for, from experience. So like I've went to a few sites of people that I was looking to do business with and I looked and their their latest review was from like two years ago. And I'm like, all right, well, two years ago, that person might not even be working for that company anymore or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's always important to have fresh and new ones. People look, oh, when's the latest review? Oh, it happened three years ago or it happened yesterday. You know, so it's important to stay up to date and fresh with those. So that's a good point you made. You have like a really good system. I want to like, can you talk more about that? Like how you get it, like how you get those reviews to like client websites. And I just love how you stay on top of the reviews. And if I'm being honest, that's like one of the things that I'm like struggling with, like getting those reviews fresh and up to date, like constantly and all of the time. So I want to talk more about it. I want to hear your perspective. On it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing. I mean, a lot of people get the review part half right. You know, you go to their homepage and they have reviews on their homepage, right? Let's yeah. say, but there's two ways. Either they they have reviews on there that they, their web the web designer put them on there, and there can be from again three or four years ago, and they're old, stale. And any, every time you go to that page, it's the same reviews, same three reviews on the page every single time. Or, you know, with Repmaster, you can go to, you can put it on every single page of your website. So anytime a new one comes in. You know your freshest and newest reviews are also live streamed right to your website so those three reviews they might go to your website one time the next time they go back to your website there's three more different reviews on there so there's always new fresh stuff it gets live streamed right to your website um i call it like review pop it's almost like a review pop-up but it's, it's like a, it's a live stream as well that gets right to your website and like I said earlier, you never know what site they're going to be coming to, what page on the website they're going to come to. Um, so it's important that you have it on every page, not just one. Um, and that's what people miss. People just put it on their homepage, but what if they come to your service page, you know, and they want to read up on your, a certain service or whatever the case may be, they don't have it on that page. And people's attention aren't, isn't that necessarily, you know, long, you know, they want to get their information and move. You know, so they're not going to go back to your home page and go to this page and that page. They want to get at that page. They want to read up on it, see how good you are. And then they're going to call you from that point. And that's the goal, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm going to like, you know, that's interesting because I had like a mentor and he was telling me, he was like, Jerome, your reviews are all the way down your page. And here I am. I know and I understand the importance of what other people are saying, but I have it all the way at the bottom. And that's why it helps to work with other professionals because they give you a different perspective. He's like, you got to move that stuff up. Right. And in my perspective, in my business, like you say, I go, I go after my testimonials. Right. Cause I, like, I don't want people to believe what I like. I want people to believe what I'm saying, but they most likely won't. 
They want to see what other people are saying. That's why reviews are so important. And that's why I like that. That's probably the most important thing to my business. Social proof, right? I'm always getting what are other people saying with their honest feedback and their honest testimonials. And I like both. I like the positive and the negative because the, the negative lets me know how I can improve. What are people saying? Can I improve there or not? Like maybe this is just comes with my business because nothing is perfect. But I always like to get that feedback from the audience so I can see if there is a way for me to all right. Um, if you could, I, I have you a question. Made, you, made a, you. You, you made a good point right there, John. I mean to cut you off. You, the negative, yeah, no, go ahead. The, the negative reviews that you said that that mean a lot to you, right? You know, Repmaster kind of like weeds them out, but there's still going to be bad ones that come through regardless, right? Huh? So there's always going to be those people that leave a bad review. Um, the people that want to do business with you, believe it or not, they're reading your response to those reviews. Hmm? So it, it, not only is it important to stay proactive by getting new reviews, it's important that you, you stay proactive responding to those people that had a bad experience because they want to see your customer service skills. They want to see yes. you know, if, if you're going to be that kind of person that's going to attack that person or mm -hmm. if you're going to be that kind of person that's going to be open minded and want to hear and, and, and take that feedback and really, you know, handle it, pro handle it in a good way, you know, and that, you know, give me a call personally. I'll be more than happy to, to help you, whatever the case may be. But it's important to handle it in a real, real good way. Uh, people read that stuff. So it's important. Absolutely. And like since childhood, me, like in general, when I when a when a relationship started off where people were like disagreeing and then I fixed it, it was much better than something that started off positive and it's like all sunshine and rainbow. Like exactly. they become the best customers, the best clients. Like when something went wrong and then you go fix it and you make adjustments and help that person they become like the best relationships and they become the best advocates in my experience. Mm -hmm. You're right. And you know what, to be honest with you, they might even take the review down. Yeah. If you handle yep. it the right way, you know I mean? If you, yes. if you want to talk about being proactive with it, if you handle it right and you, and you do right by them, they might take it down for you, you know, and don't ask them for it, but they might just do it. You know, he's a good guy. He made a mistake or, you know, what I learned now, again, it might not be the same in real, maybe in the real estate office um, is that, you're responsible for yourself, but what if somebody answers the phone in your office or at your business that that is having a bad day, you know, and mm -hmm. they come, they have a bad tone in their voice, or they answer the phone the wrong way, and that person takes it the wrong way? It might not be because of you; it might be because of somebody else that you yep. got in the bad review for. So it's important to 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 you know make sure that you are you answer those questions or have that that conversation with that that that, that, that person that had the bad experience. It has. You make a good point. So because like the way real estate works is we're typically under a brokerage and sometimes a customer or client will refer to like one experience and they'll say that everyone, they'll lump it all together. Mm -hmm. and they're incorrect. And depending on how you handle it, that customer, that client, they will adjust. I, I just recently there was a woman and a client went to visit her office and like I work for EXP, like we don't have like a lot of physical office. We do like a lot of virtual stuff. And this client was irate and complaining. And she said, this is what I don't know what you were looking for. And this wasn't our building, but he like adjust this review or take it down. And they didn't take it down. But you can see me reading those comments was like, OK, this is a real person. That person's not perfect. And, you know, it helped me understand the importance of being proactive and being on top of those reviews. Had it gone unaddressed, that would have given me a different perspective. Absolutely. 100 percent. All right. What is the most important lesson you've learned about like reputation management? And what would you say to the audience? 
Well, the most important thing that I that I that I always tell everybody, you know, um, a good defense with reputation is a good offense. So staying proactive and asking for reviews, which you, again, you're going to have that bad review come in, um, and it might take. So say say you add a, a a four four eight out of five stars on Google, right? And you get that one bad review, and it takes it down to say four or five or something, you know, and you want to get it back up a little bit. It might take ten to fifteen to get it back up to that that level. You know what I mean? So it's important that you stay proactive with every with every situation. That that's the most important thing that I I, I, I always say. The second thing is don't be scared to ask for it. Like you said to Rome earlier, you know, you're having a, you having a good experience with somebody, and tell them it would mean a lot to me if you, if you ask them, you know, to to um to leave a review for you right that moment, or if, if I'm going to reach out to you in a, later on today and send you a text message if you can leave me a review. However you want to do it, you can handle both ways that way. Um, and the third is. Not to get defensive with, like we talked about before, with the bad reviews, because they're going to happen. You know, they're going to happen regardless. And you have to take, you know, be proactive with it and, and handle it and, and take it as feedback and improve your business, you know, improve your service with what they're saying. Which, you know what? They might be right, you know, yeah. with what they're saying, you know, believe it or not. And you, and you sometimes your pride takes over and you say, oh, no, it's not the, it's not the case. But you can't answer it that way. You really have to take it, you know, and be and be good with it. Absolutely. There is. um. So for me, like the reviews that I get, the most common thing I and they're right. Right. The most common, like maybe negative thing that I get is that he talks so fast. He moves so fast. And if it's if it's several people saying that same thing, that means th there's something there. Right. It's not just one person that's being irate or, you know, and I have to make that adjustment to my business mm -hmm. to that feedback. Mm -hmm. so, no, it's 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 important. It really is. Um. So there was a there was a stat that I or statistic I don't know what to call it but I want to hear your perspective on this point. People are more likely to trust a four point something versus a five point a perfect rating. What do you say about that? I mean, they got a good point. I mean, sometimes people are like, "Well, it could be all fake reviews or whatever the case may be," right? Um, so totally, totally get that. Um, the the one thing I say about that is with Repmaster, you know, when when we're displaying like you know, your, your reviews on every single page of your site. Um, so no matter what, they're, say they're scrolling up and down their website, like that, mm -hmm. that review is, the, your reviews are always showing up. So you're going to see pictures of people that are, that are, that are relieving real, real reviews. It's not like just some fake um, right. person, you know what I mean? So if you, if you're going to have all five-star reviews on your website and you're doing a great job, number one, because those one or two always come in, I feel like no matter what, you know what I mean? So, uh -huh. But if you do have a five-star review, make sure you keep make it as real as possible. You know, show real mm -hmm. pictures of people that are, that are leaving those reviews, or in, in some cases maybe a video. You know, uh, those as well. Um, it, it's really a, a thin, a thin fine, fine thin line about you know what to do with that. But listen, if you have a good business and it's all five stars, what are you going to do? Tell someone to leave you a bad review just to make it that yeah. way? You know, yeah. I mean, it's really it's a it's really a hard situation to say because. You're trying to do the best you can. And if no one's really hating on you and leaving you a bad review, you're not going to ask somebody for it, you know. But, you know, people do say that they believe like a 4.8 or a 4.9. And and most of the time, you know, you're going to find those people that fall through the cracks that had a bad right. day, you know, and they're going to they're going to leave you a bad review. Um, so it's really you know, if you're going to have a five star review, make sure everything is updated and new and real. Um, not just like old pictures, old stuff, make it updated and, and feel real and new. 
um, and, and show that social proof off that everything is is just show it off proudly, man. Because your, your five star five five star review is like the way to go if you can do it. You know, I can't do it. I don't have a five star review. You know, it's always always that one person that that falls through the crack somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And uh, my perspective is like, if you're starting off early or this review process is early for you and you get a bunch of fives, it's okay. Like it, it takes time. And when you eventually get there, it's going to drop a little bit. So I think that, yeah. you know, that context helps. Um, Brian, how can someone add immediate value to you or your business? Um, explain that what you mean by that exactly. Yeah. So my sample right if somebody's like jerome how could someone ask somebody ask me that same question it's my show right so it's easy somebody asked me that same question i would say go purchase a copy of my book like that's how you can add immediate value to me go purchase a copy of my book go purchase a course become a guest on a podcast and that gives me like instant value does that make sense yeah that makes sense okay now okay. i get what you're saying so i guess the best way to to, to to go about it is um you can reach out to me um and I'd be more than happy since, you know, I'm so proud of Repmaster and where it's becoming and what it's doing. Um, I'd be more than happy to get you set up and, and, and get you a seven day trial to get going on it, you know, a free trial um, and see how powerful it is and get some 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 reviews going for you. Um, and then, you know, obviously for Jerome's listeners, I'll, I'll give you, you know, a, a nice, a nice special deal on that. The second thing is, you know, get a copy of the book, because, you know, if you want to do it yourself and you don't have a budget to, to get anything new. You know, get a copy of Digital Domination. You know, everything is in the book, pretty much. Um, you know, step by step. And then, if you have any questions, of course, my email is on in every page of the book. You know, so you can reach out to me personally. I'd be more than happy to reach back out to you and um, help you out any way I can. Um, but if you if you if you would like, you know, a free trial, I'd be more than happy to 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 talk to you about that and get you going. Try it out for seven days, um, and then go from there. But um, if not, you know, get a copy of the book and you can do it yourself and it teaches everything you got to go, know to do it. Tell us, tell us where we can get a copy of the book. Uh, yeah, you can actually, actually the best way for probably Amazon, you know, um, go to Amazon and search digital domination, uh, or my name, Brian Carson, you know, um, it's right on here and Jerome can, can help you out with that. Or you can reach out to me too. I'll give you my information. All right. And the, the next question is very similar. How can someone add long-term value to you or your business long-term value um you know uh, if you have a, if, you, if you work with me and you have a good experience with me you know give me a referral you know okay. that's the name of the game right referrals and and reviews so uh i use this section to figure out how i can because a lot sometimes people want to like pick a brain like for free. Some people like it. Some people don't. But I use this to figure out how can I serve my guests? Right. So you said like what like purchase purchase a book. Some I got me a copy. You know, I purchased. I'm one of the first. Per, per, I was one of the first to purchase. Um, but one of the things I would like to do for you, I, I'd be happy to leave you a review, too. So I'm going to write you a review. That's my way of adding value to you and anybody that comes through. And that needs like that uh, to understand the importance of reputation management. We're going to happy for them to you. And then like uh, another thing that I was thinking about before we even got to this section was um, having you like teach some kind of class or do some kind of master class for like my agents so they can understand how they, you know, the importance of having a reputation yeah. and using that to implement into their business. I'd be totally open to that. That's a great idea. Okay. All right. Excellent. Um, all right. So we're in real estate inside of real estate. We have what's called the, um, 
the closing table. So the closing table means we're going to wrap things up. So closing table questions I have for you are the first one. What are three books that you recommend to the audience and why? I know you love your books, Jerome. So I'm going to give you three you. ones that I love, right? I like, yeah. and this is one I read actually pretty recently. Um, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Okay. I don't know if you, have you read that one? No, I haven't. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's, it's really a good, you know, I, I read a lot of business books, but that was one that just kind of, you know, opened my eyes to like the peace, you know, you have to okay. have each day with yourself, you know, the second one, um, would be the way of the wolf by Jordan Belfort. Yeah. Um, I, I just love the book because, you know, in business, what's more important than sales. Right. And, and, and he is the, one of the masters of sales. And the third one is never split the difference by Chris Voss. Um, negotiation, right. Sales negotiation, especially in real estate, you know, two awesome books. And then the peace and the like meditation and the quietness of, of things like a monk by Jay Shetty. So it kind of, they all kind of like fit together. Um, and I, I love them. Uh, these are all books that I read over the last year. I think I read about, you know, I think up to 10, 10 books so far this year. Um, I try to read, you know, at least 10 pages a day, you know, every day. Okay. So it's important. I admire that. And I want to ask you for one more book. I want you to tell us about digital domination, why we should read that. Digital domination. If you want a step-by-step -step, um, guide to, you know, to learn more about how, reputation management and how important it is for your branding, your local brand, especially in real estate, your local branding, you have to be the person in your local area that people are going to call and trust. Um, it's important to, to build that up. Um, also to build the local SEO. So when people are searching for, you know, a real estate agent in so-and-so town or a city or whatever the case may be that, that you come up. Um, one thing that I actually did notice, um, with, I'm, I have my real estate license. Since I was 18 years old. So I, I've had it my, my whole life as well. Um, I don't know if you knew that, Jerome, but I, I've had it my whole life. Um, I, I worked, you know, I worked, you know, during college as a real estate agent, you know, for a while. And then I kind of keep it now to do family deals. But um, it's 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 so it's so important to um, to to set up like a Google business page because everyone's independent contractor. Right. Um, a mm -hmm. lot of times, you know, people are just setting them up for like like the main brokerage like ERA or uh, Century 21 or whatever the case may be. But they're not really setting it up for the personal brand, right? So, you know, Jerome Lewis, real estate agent, Jerome Lewis, whatever, or Brian Carson in their local area. Um, and then that way, you know, as you get new reviews, people, Google knows you're a real estate agent, right? So they might start really start ranking you higher and higher. So when someone's searching for a real estate agent in your area, you might come up in the, in the, in the three the three pack, you know, the map pack over there. So it's important that, that you look, you know, into that and really get that set up. So. Those are the things that you learn in the book um, and also, you know, a lot of other stuff. But those are the mo two most important things. Thank you for sharing that. Because um, I was I was wondering about that. We were talking we were talking about reviews and it's like sometimes people are like, where do I do this? And, but I didn't want to get too complicated. Yeah. Setting up your Google. And if you want to learn more about that, get Brian's book, Digital yeah. Domination. And like I said, in my, my emails in the book, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to, to point you in the right direction. All right. Uh, Brian, what is one question you wish I had asked you and how would you have answered? One question that I wish that you asked. Um, I think. Um, my morning routine. Okay. I, I think the more the, that's 
listen, I, I've I've missed it so many times, and I like going going through the years. Like I haven't felt good with my 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 sicknesses and stuff, but I'm right now. I'm like firing at all cylinders, you know. So my kidneys, for example, when they weren't working properly, I had brain fog, right? So okay. my transplant. I, I don't have any any brain fog anymore, right? So um, now what I do is best time for me is between four thirty in the morning and eight o'clock in the morning, right? So th- those are my 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 times that I I love, right? So I get up early before the before the sun gets up. Um, go get a big glass of water first thing in the morning. Get a big glass of water down, and that, that my dog by that time is waiting by the door, ready to go, right? So out the door for a nice long walk first thing in the morning get back, have another big glass of water, right? Having a cup of coffee, right? Just start thinking about my day. Um, and then right into the shower. And after my shower, what I do is I turn the water cold as can be at the end. You know, I sit in there and I try to do a little longer every single day, you know, and then that that's kind of how I start my day. I just I feel I feel refreshed. I get some extra push-ups, you know, that kind of stuff in. Um, it's just so important to start your day off good, you know, and the other por- important part that, you know, is to, to plan your day the night before. I always make sure that I plan my night the day before. So when I get up in the morning, I know what I'm attacking first and what I'm doing. And I think that's those are the most important things for me is if you start the day off good, the rest of the day actually goes really well. Um, also, one other thing, Jerome, if it's OK. Yes. Um, one thing that I really find that's very powerful to me is are you familiar with uh ed milet's mini days no okay so i follow ed milet's mini days and what 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 it is is i split my day into three mini days right so my first mini day is from 6 to 12 p.m right so i get up early i, I get my walk my exercise in my shower everything else meditate or breathe and then at six, I start my, my work. So from six to 12, I, I have a day, right? Now, it's not my, might not be a complete work day. Like I might work, I might not work for the whole six hours. I might have my, I have my daughter at seven. She gets up at seven. So I get her for a while. My wife gets up. But then I, I continue my day to 12. Then my second day starts at 12 noon to 6 p.m., right? So it might not be a complete work day. I might take my daughter to the park at, at one o'clock one to two but i know that i i have my third day which is at six to, to 12 midnight so i have so i split my days into three days it's not all work but i know that i can i can plan my day a little bit better it's more effective for me so everyone has one day and i feel like i have three days every single day you know so i kind of break it up like that um it, it really if you if you look it up on on youtube if you're not sure, familiar with it and, and my explains it better than i am but it really gives me a really good um outlook for the day um and it gets me going all, all that combined, you know, so that, that's, that's my advice. That's what I do. And that's what I'm working on every day. Thanks for sharing that. I'm like a little jealous and I'm going to look it up after the show because I'll, I'm always trying to figure out like, what's a way where I can get like ahead and get more time or do more. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. I'm going to look it up right after the show. Well, one, one, one thing Ed said, says is, you know, I might wake up on a, in the morning. I might feel sick. Right. So he's like, you know, I might sleep a little late one day. So my first day, I might get up at eight. Right. But I and and I, on a Saturday, I might wake up and I'm hanging out with my, with my daughter, you know, having a family day from the beginning, go to breakfast. 
But you know what? My day might start at 12 to 6, and I might work from 12, 12 to 6 that day. You know, that's my second day. My first day was my family day. My second day of the day is my work day. You know, so it's kind of like it's it's a mental like shift of, of how, how your day goes. So it's important. I like that. How can we learn more about you online? That's a great question. So let me let me pull up. I have everything. My Instagram and Facebook are probably the best ways to to do it. Um, and I'll give you my Instagram. It's Brian B R I A N and underscore C is my middle initial and underscore Carson C A R S O N. So Brian C Carson with two, two underscores. And Facebook, it's um, you can look me up. Brian Carson Marketing is is my Facebook you know, at the end. Um, so I got this from one of my prior guests. She always asks the guest to close it out with one word, not a sentence, no explanation. If you could close us out with one word, what word would that be? Grateful. Grateful. I'm grateful for every day. You know, I love every day, man. I, I, I really admire it and appreciate that about you. Like before we jumped on, you were like, every day is a good day. Most mm -hmm. people that are around, oh my God, this happened, that happened, this, that. And it's like, you should be grateful for the things that you have. Things could Every always day, be man. worse, but they they could always be better. Like just be grateful for what you have. Yep. Every day is a good day. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate you. So uh, I'm gonna close this down and I want to talk to you a little bit after. All right. Thank you so much okay. for your time. Absolutely. Thank you, Drum. I appreciate it. All right.